Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Today on City Cash Chicago, growing up in uptown and suburban Dalton, Boyade Sobaton remembers other kids bringing turkey or bologna sandwiches to school when he had jollof rice and goat meat. Those were dishes his Nigerian mother would cook. Boyade also remembers how difficult it was for his mother to get all the traditional ingredients she needed. Now, he figured if his family was having trouble stocking up, other immigrants must be having the same problem. We talked to Boyade about the business he built to help families like his. It's Tuesday, February 15th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. Fun fact about Chicago. Chicago is rated the number one city, the most immigrant-friendly city in the whole nation, number one. We don't think that by virtue of you being away from your home country means that you should be denied access to cultural groceries and food products that matter to you. Ajah Express is the digital marketplace for ethnic foods and ingredients, so you can not only find out where the closest Caribbean, Indian, or Hispanic grocery store is to you in the city, but also place delivery orders to help you avoid a full day out visiting multiple stores. Lead producer Carrie Shepard sat down with Aja Express co-founder Boyade Sabatan. For people who don't know, what are traditional Nigerian foods? What were you eating when you were growing up? Everything. Rice and stew, um, jollof rice, pounded yam with like okra stew. Um, you name it, just a traditional meal that, you know, our, our traditionally cooked back home. We had it growing up. It, it was it was almost normal to us. I, I, I didn't know it was abnormal until I started going to school and my parents started packing my lunch. Was that as a kid? Was that was that difficult? Like the feeling of being different or you're like, no, my food, my food's good. It, it was. It was actually um, um, I wrote an article about this on Mashup Americans um, mm. called uh, the Jalof Days. And it was, you know, you were teased, you know, jungle food. Again, we're talking about like early 90s. Yeah. Um, you're talking about like some certain certain cultural defining movies such as coming to America, all those right. other types of things. So people weren't as well read and as well well versed on Africa or anything outside of like, you know, the US borders. Now you can easily go and in, 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 you know and go to a restaurant or you can easily go and like, you know, YouTube a place and you can understand more about it. Then <laughs> that wasn't. We were still using the Dewey Decimal System and going to the library. And oh, listen, I remember. I think we're about the same age. I remember. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not trying to age myself too much, but uh, yeah, I'm still a millennial. I'm still a millennial. I'm an OG millennial, but no, we're still millennial. Exactly. <laughs> That's hard, though. Was that? Did it make you? Did it make you less? A little more hesitant to? I don't know. Share? Were you like, mom? Can you make? Can you make a turkey sandwich or something? It's a little bit of both. I'm, I have a little bit of a res, uh, rebellious streak. So some of it was like, I'm going to do this anyway. Um, but also it did make me a little bit like, let's eat more quote unquote American food. And like, let's try to 
like blend in so you don't get called out. Cause I mean, my name alone made me st- made me stand out. Not a lot of boya days in at school. Yeah, exactly. Like now I'm looking at kids now, they're like, you got schools where you no, know, there are tons of African kids from Nigeria, uh, Ghana, Ethiopia. Like I would have loved to have a crew <laughs> back then. Right. Yeah. I think for me it was interesting because then I I I I I'm ostensibly black from a racial phenotype standpoint. Um, so that's, there, there's, there's some similarities there, but then I was, you know, getting along more with like the kids that were Mexican immigrants or the kids that were Indian immigrants. And my, my friends were like Kashif Sheik and Jesus Ibarra and all of them because we had that immigrant experience. So it was like, and then I had like the Nigerian experience. So I felt like I was kind of teetering between like three different worlds. How did you get those traditional Nigerian ingredients we started to have like uh, one one primary store in the uptown area, um, not too far from Argyle, um, called Over Market here in Chicago, and that was the only store at the time. So my parents would literally have to drive from Dalton all the way to Over Market to do their shopping. Or hey, my aunt is coming over next month. I'm just gonna tell her to like pack all these different things and hope uh, Customs doesn't uh, discard uh, the contents of her uh, her luggage. So one thing we did do, like our church was on the north side. So every Sunday we'll we'll haul, we'll take a nice little hike Sunday morning all the way to church. So that made Sundays extra long. It, it was it was a lot. It's not the typical grocery shopping experience that most of my American friends are accustomed to, with the open open layouts and like the produce and everything on the edges and the aromas and the music. None of that. None of the retail. Like it, it, you almost are like you are in the market back home. Yeah, explain that for people who don't who don't who don't regularly go to those kind of stores who instead are regularly going to the Jewel and, and Mariano's. Y- you said it with the aromas and stuff, but like paint the picture. What does it actually look like when you walk in to those markets? It varies. A lot of a lot of markets have different um layouts. Objectively, they all are going to have like um a meat area. And these are going to be meats you're not going to see. Uh, probably meats a lot of people wouldn't even try. You'll find, but we have like for real, like okay, I want a leg of goat, and I need to cut this way. So that's that experience. And you're seeing? Are you seeing a whole, a whole goat? I mean, forgive my naivete. I don't eat meat, so like I'm not shopping for goat. Like, is there a full goat behind the counter? There? No, it, it, I mean it is it, it is a, a goat prepared for meat pack, not like a live goat. This one took to the back. You see sometimes like live fish and people are picking out their fish. Like, I want that one. I want that one. This is live. And then they, they, you know, they do what they do to it. And then you pack it and then you take it home. Was there a specific uh, ingredient that was really special or especially hard to find that maybe you needed a family member to bring over? Do you remember your mom being like, oh, they have X today? And that, that's, that's the thing, too. The, the availability of the products were based on the ability, availability or the abilities of the stores to import them. One thing I know my mom and my parents used to kind of get imported was like stockfish, which funny enough, when I looked at the origins, it actually comes from um, like Norway. What is stockfish? What is that? It's literally like a, like a dried out cod. Ah, uh, OK. Yeah. Difficult to find here. So you get older and um, you're still kind of having to shop with your mom, right? Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not, now I have my own place traveling all over, well, traveling during a week for work. Um, and like, my mom was calling me like, Hey, uh, are you back yet? I'm like, yeah, I'm relaxing. You know, she's like, well, do you have time to take me to the store? <laughs> like, 
you're in Dalton and I'm in the city. I'm going to drive to Dalton to pick you up, take you to the store on the south side. I'm, like, I'm just thinking like the, the efficiency of this doesn't really, not really making sense. Right. Um, and also, I only have so much time at home during a weekend. Like, I, that's the last thing I want to do. But no, she, she wins that battle 10 out of 10 times. So I would, you no, know, no, haul my butt from, you no, know, the Bronzeville to the south, to suburb to bring it to the store on the south side to do a shopping. Because a lot of these grocery shops, a lot of these things are heavy as well. Um, yeah. A lot of immigrants typically buy in bulk. So, no, I'm doing it with them. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it from the standpoint of like when the weather's not good, but I really want my mom out here with the potential to slip and hurt herself. And um, again, no really, no real adjustment or improvements on services. Hmm. What do you mean by that? Meaning that it was like the way the shopping was when I was a kid hadn't improved as an adult. It was, it was still the same thing. Same experience. Like maybe they, they, maybe they have the ingredient. Maybe they don't have the product. There's only two registers. There's like 50 people in here. Um, like, you know, people arguing at the meat counter say who was here first, like the whole nine yards. <laughs> so I'm like, Oh, this is, this is not a pleasurable experience. And this is a time suck. So, so yeah, that, that was kind of how that kind of became a thing. That was the first thing that got to be a better way. Like I would have loved at that time to just like, Oh, what do you need mom? Okay. I'm gonna have it delivered to your house <laughs> and then yeah. save me time. And you're happy. Everybody's happy. Um, but the, the next ding ding happened when I was visiting my um, best friend who happens to be a physician and his wife just had her second child. Um, un- so now she has two children un- under the age of two. Mm. Um, she's using a grocery delivery app, but the grocery delivery app she she's using doesn't have, her cultural products or products that she cares about. So she gets the mainstay, the eggs, the milk, the bread and everything else. But she's, you know, putting on her boots to go out to go do grocery shopping for her African groceries. And I'm like, mm. you know, you're like three months postpartum. Like, you know, you got you no know, two kids under two. Like there got to be a better way. And that's kind of what that was kind of like the, the 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 second ding ding. Let's do something about this came about with Ajax Express. We'll be right back. Explain how it actually works. I have my yeah. phone here. Like I should, <laughs> it, can I download the app? Or? Yeah. So Ajax Express actually started as a, as a passion project, a community, a, a passion project for the community. I wanted to create a place where immigrants can kind of have their groceries um, delivered to them, ordered and delivered to them. So groceries that people care about. So Ajax Express simply is the digital marketplace for cultural groceries. We work with cultural grocery stores in any given city right now in Chicago to pretty much upskill them and give them easy to use technology for people to order, have the, um, to discover, order, and have the grocery delivered to them. So if I, can I do a search on my app, like in my app store? Yeah, you go to Ajax Express on your app store, or you can go to our website, no, www.ajaxpress.com. Oh, there it is. I got it. Okay, I'm going to download it. I like that idea of discover. Like you, you may find foods on there that you, or maybe you went to a restaurant and you're like, oh my gosh, how do I make this at home? If, you yep. know, if I wanted exactly. to, you could just, you could find it maybe, on the on the app what so what stores are available this is not just obviously this started with you with your traditions your um your culinary traditions being nigerian african what else is available so right now we have also um hispanic grocery stores on a platform mm-hmm. we're looking to and we're actively um, seeking to get more indian grocery stores on a platform um more plat- uh, more um religious cultural 
um, um, food uh, grocery stores, such as um, halal grocery stores for, for people who have a, who, who stick to the Muslim diet or, or kosher grocery stores. So that's what we're working to kind of make sure we include. Our goal and our vision for Ajay Express is to become the United Nation of groceries at your fingertips. So regardless of what cultural background you come from, you should be able to discover, find a store that has it or find a product in where the store is to have that delivered to you. How about getting these stores on the app? Like, I mean, it's it's maybe a maybe just a simplistic way to say it, but our our place is like, well, this is the Uber, right? The Uber for our for our store for our market. Like, how is there any sort of hesitation from these from these market owners to get on the app? Yes and no. Um, so the resistance um, has been um, some stores are okay operating very small. They want to operate small. Mm. Some stores have had family members that have been on who were taxi cab drivers who were on Uber um, and who saw what Uber kind of how Uber kind of, you know, you know, turned that industry upside down Mm. or who were on other food delivery apps and saw how much those food delivery apps were were taken from them. I think a lot of times when people think about technology and a lot of times and even in the media, how technology is is positioned as as a disruptive something that's disruptive Mm. and some people don't want disruption some people they want the no consistency so we kind of position ourselves as an enabler uh, a complementary tool to help you grow so one of our our taglines is that we allow you to shop local yet eat global so you find a store so say for example you're wanting to eat i don't know indian groceries so you'll type in that community group um, if there's a store that's that that fits that that um, that demographic, we show you all the stores within close to you. I'm look. I'm go. I'll just like I'm going through. So I put in my zip code, and then I selected yep. my delivery method, delivery. And you said select a region, and I have choice: African and Caribbean, Indian, Middle Eastern, Asian, Hispanic, European. And when you say European, do you mean what Western, East Eastern European? Is all of them. All of them is it, it, all of them. So, so if we have if we have a store, and you know, based on your zip code, we'll show you those stores that have that fit that demographic. So, okay. we are, for example, right now we are talking to a store that's a, a Polish grocery store. Once you put your order in, that order is now sent to the store, and then that order is then um, packed by the store. Got it. Now that's very key. The reason that's very key is because there are very few people that know the product better outside of people in that community than the store owners. Right. So once the order is ready, the store presses the button on their app and it, 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 it pretty much alerts the driver to come pick up your product. Then how does the the, the payment break down? What, what goes to the store and then what goes to you all? So the store uh, lists their uh, products on, on the platform. We charge a service fee and a delivery fee okay. to the customer. So they get their product. So we charge a percentage of the, of the cart. Um, we, don't, we, we, we cap it at $10. So the store gets their um, their monies for the pro- product. We get the service fee, and then the, del- the delivery fee goes straight to the driver. But how about the communal aspect? You know, you remember going to church in, on the far north side when you were younger, and then you'd go to the market, and I'm sure you'd see see friends, and your parents would see friends and community. Do you worry that that communal aspect of shopping in immigrant run grocery stores is going to be lost? No, I, I don't worry. Um, because that's the, that's assuming that that was necessarily something that I was um, preferred. Um, I think that at, at worst case scenario, at least I should have the option. What if I don't want to <laughs> see anybody, but I still want that product? 
do I have the option to, to select that? So we're not saying eliminating uh, the stores totally or, or people going to the stores. We're just saying that, hey, we have an additional way for, for you to get those product in a very convenient, easy um, process. Um, our goal is to help foster um, community through food and figure out how many ways we can do that through our platform. Boyade Sobatan, the co-founder of Aja Express. Thank you for joining us on CityCast Chicago. Uh, thank you for having me. I know it's the day after Valentine's Day, but let's be honest, it's always a good time for a love story. Hi, Jacoby. This is Shana and Mike from the South Loop. And uh, we're going to tell you how we met and are, have been married for now almost 11, 11 years. 11 years. Known no, each other 12. Well, together 12, but married 11. Back then, Shana was a student at Columbia College, and Mike ran the computer lab. So we interacted, but Mike was uh, an introvert. A little bit. And not terribly interested in talking to anybody. That's right. Um, but that summer, um, I needed some some computer help. And he kind of stepped in, and we started talking. And we started talking on social media. Well, we shared a train ride. Oh, we shared Bird. a train ride. You were going to work. I was doing. I was living in Rogers Park at the time. And then, then we started talking on social media. Right. And then you said, you know, we don't have to just talk on Facebook. Right. And then we started talking on the phone. And uh, early on in 2010, Mike said, you know, hey, I'm, I'm kind of interested. And I was like. Well, you know, here's all the reasons why I can't go out with you. I had created a whole list in my head, mostly to convince myself why I couldn't go out with him. With my oh, and, oh, wait, hang on. It should, sorry to cut off. it should be said, it is plain as day that I am over the moon. You know, so I'm sorry to cut you off there. That's all right. That's what we do. Yeah. So uh, I go out for coffee with my best friend my birthday, and she says, Shana, you are a fool if you don't go out with this guy. <laughs> so I, I call him up. I said, I'll agree to go out with you. And we went on a walk for about five and a half hours all over the city. Mm-hmm. And uh, a month later, we were engaged. Yeah. Thanks to Shayna and Mike and to all our listeners who share love stories. And remember, we always enjoy hearing from you, so drop us a line anytime. You can text us or call with your thoughts at 773-780-0246. Before I let you go, a little bit of news, y'all. 11th Ward Alder Patrick Daly Thompson has been found guilty in his federal tax fraud case. Now, he was charged with seven counts for lying to the feds and filing false tax returns. Not only does he immediately lose his city council seat, but his sentencing has been set for July 6th, where he is expected to face jail time. I know if you heard it once, you've heard it a thousand times. Money talks, especially in politics, and billionaire Ken Griffin has a loud-ass voice. He has made a $20 million contribution to GOP candidate for Governor Richard Irvin. And some good news to get you through. 
this Thursday, Grown Folk Stories and Funky Town Brewery are taking over the Haymarket Pub in the West Loop for a night of storytelling and well beer. Fun fact, Haymarket is the first place I told a story live on stage in this city. Remember, for more Chicago stories, events, and even little fun facts, subscribe to our daily newsletter at chicago.citycast.fm slash newsletter. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace. Hey, so this is Shanna and Mike again from the South Loop. Well, apparently, um, we were talking too long. long. (laughs) We got cut off, and we'll, we'll wrap this up quick.